Herzlich willkommen bei Ed Films, dem Podcast der Biennale. Mein Name ist Patrick Holzapfel und äh, heute ist äh, ein besonderer Podcast, den wir so schon letztes Jahr hatten, denn meine Chefin ist heute bei mir, ähm, Eva Sanchorci. And that's also why I will switch to English immediately. Uh, hi Eva. Hi, hi Patrick. And I appreciate you switching to English, but I understand you. Yes, I know, I know. <laughs> that's true. Um, so... Um, Last year when we talked and we did this podcast, we knew it was going to be a difficult year and um, it also was a difficult year, but at the same time it was very successful somehow and was we were lucky in, in so many ways. So after one year, let me just put the question like this. Do you feel cinema is back? Yeah, um, it's back uh, for all the people who are, I don't know, Uh, forget forget forgetting about uh, it uh, but uh, for me it was always around <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe i'm not the right person to answer this question but uh, for sure the theaters now now are back are open and and you can feel hmm. even here around in the city um, there's a lot of expectation uh, but as you said last year we were lucky enough to to happen and it was not bad in terms of audience actually it was very surprisingly attended Viennale yeah and uh, maybe to inform us a bit about uh, the situation what is right now what are the covid measures what do, what can we expect uh, to have there at the Viennale i think that we are creating a safe place and all the regulations that have been de defined by the city of Vienna are in place. So for the ones who are attending, uh, remember that uh, uh, the 2G uh, rule is uh, the one that is working in the Gartenbau Kino, so uh, only people with uh, vaccination can attend, but uh, for the rest of the cinema uh, also uh, a test is just uh, a free pass. Of course I invited you to talk about uh, the films, the program. I want to start because in your, in your introduction in the catalog and also in the talks we had, there's a term you come back to that is also a term that is related to some films we are showing that is memory um, so maybe you can tell us a bit about your ideas about how memory shows in this year's program yeah everything starts uh, from i mean a, a general feeling that i mean there are several general feelings and we always discuss you and me um, <laughs> about the trends the threads uh, that you can find and how the um, the films in in a mysterious way uh, recall each other and connect uh, in, a, in a way that were not uh, was not um, planned in this year uh, there's also an outstanding film that in a way is underlining this general idea and its memoria by Pichapong Verasetakul was a kind of uh, yeah a clear sign a film that for me Uh, really marks this year of production or films that are available, I mean, to be, to be seen in the theaters. And, uh, and a very different film for, for this director, even if I'm very close to his previous sensitivity. And the, mem the memory so uh, with this, I don't know, this is a kind of a keyword that can be. Uh, approached in many, in many different ways and this is also the secret to play a little bit around with uh, film titles and yeah can be understand as a, something very personal and there are a lot of films there always been and we can recognize several in, in the program 
they are connected to personal memories, family memories, and memories also um, reconstructed thanks to the films and, and to the cinema. And this is a beautiful uh, thing that, uh, that allows also people to open up uh, um, in a way that is both uh, universal and personal. No? This is a great power that cinema has. And memory then is an historical memory, and so this year, and also in the last years, I, I would say, more and more filmmakers and young filmmakers are of course engaged and committed in uh, um, social uh, struggles and related to the contemporary times that are also always uh, connectable and through history. And then, uh, um, yeah, the memory, the memory is something that uh, through cinema can be turned completely into fiction, or um, then re reconnected through other fields and other arts like literature. And so, memory, this word makes me think of Terence Davis, who's one of the filmmakers we are putting on the spot this year uh, through retrospective and through the textua the book that we are editing and we can talk about so the memory for for Terence Davis uh, are so important and so so present in his films even through other characters always but uh, there is always a part of uh, um, personal biography biographical uh, experiences and then is crossed with uh, yeah inspiration coming from literature and other people and and then taking other shapes in other characters uh, both female and then male mm. yeah that's uh, quite interesting because i think terence davis is um there's to me there are two threads to this uh, memory and one is the let's say the terence davis side of that is a is a more as you said fictional but also melancholic uh, side to it i find it interesting that he is connected to memory so much but in the trailer he he made it's almost about forgetting it's there's something uh, it's closely connected no the fear of forgetting maybe and trying to keep things and it also is the second side of what memories uh, can be like I think in this year's program especially and it's the archive that you already mentioned that is really films going into f found footage going into uh, archival footage and trying to either retell history or just tell it for the first time or look at it with different eyes it's beautiful or, what yeah. you're saying because it's true of course you know memory is always always fighting against <laughs> you know the disappearance of it and uh, yeah, and yeah, and so for this reason, it's also so con connected to uh, the general idea and what we are also uh, supporting, promoting via the, the retrospective. No, mm -hmm. and but yeah, going back to Terence Davis, I'm very very happy um, that he's attending the Viennale and will be with us for several days as we are presenting all his films. And this is we also me and you know we uh, we've been talking about. I think it's a it's a beautiful thing and a responsibility for festivals to to give space to to author and open up no the the theaters the rooms for an entire travel trip through their previous films because there are less and less spaces and and yeah. Uh, chance to, to to get to know in the right way in the right format 
uh, old films and in this case we have a lot of 35 millimeters of course the new films are, are digital and DCP and, uh, and some of the more I don't know commercial circulated one um, are also coming digital but mostly uh, are in the original formats and that makes this very very special also also because uh, Terence itself himself is connected to a kind of special attention for textures. I, I use this word just not, not only to to mention the book uh, that is uh, this year dedicated to him, but also because in an interview we included in uh, in this little publication he mentioned that, and it's very yeah, <laughs> it's very nice. Yeah, that's nice. So there's there's another film we we already talked about at another occasion that is dealing with or that deals with with memory to a certain degree in a bit more let's say free associate associative style that is the new film by Mathieu Amaric uh, Sermon Fort which is a film um, that begins with the idea that our life consists of snapshots let's say of of images that we have to look at but we can't bring into a chronological order maybe anymore let's talk a bit about that film because i have the feeling though as his last films always were is very good also from a formal point of view also from of course with actors he's very good it's a bit under the radar of so many people yeah there's a there's a reason i think that uh, is connectable to the economy of festivals in this case uh, Sermon Fort uh, type me, um, hold, me tight. Hold, hold Me Tight is the English title um, was screened, it was premiered at the Cannes Film Festival that this year was particularly dense in terms of number and they created a new section where there were great filmmakers and great artists inclu including Cow by Andrea Arnold that they were also screening and so there was it was too much and people did not uh, have the time and professionals did not have the time to to review and uh, in yeah and so i agree with you uh, on both uh, senses that it is a little bit under radar but at the same time it's a fantastic a powerful film it's a film directed by an actor so this is a particular I don't know, knowledge and understanding of how to um, explode the the work of uh, an actor in this work and is directing Vicky Cripps but also um, there's a particular interest in the details and how to how an actor has to inhabit the frame and the space is very magical in this sense and then what you mentioned of course is the film that deals with grief and loss and, and so on memories life and how to explain how to talk about this uh, as a small story if you want but at the same time uh, it's unique and powerful and uh, really explodes the maximum of the power of cinema because uh, we create something that we can recognize ourselves in and not only because of the feelings but because of uh, um, the physical and visual experience yeah, yeah it's a very very um, haptic uh, yeah. film and and you just mentioned uh, Vicky Creeps and that's interesting because she's also in another film Bergman Island and uh, I have the feeling that this year is a bit I mean there's also the huge presence which is not she's only in France in our festival Lea Seydoux so there is a kind of re the re-emergence of the European female star 
Um, I don't know if you have any thoughts on that, but it's just something that came to my mind um, that I that I see a lot now in cinema. Yeah, because uh, European uh, cinema um, also plays in these uh, great uh, values of production and um, and, and charm of the industry, and uh, and it's true. There's a there's a very good moment for for both cinema and uh, and the European uh, stars and female, of course, uh, uh, great talents, and 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 we have a lot of films. With the with these women and young actresses already internationally recognized as protagonists, and we are talking about author films, so makes this um, this year program particularly interesting for any kind of uh, audience, also under many many different aspects. And as you mentioned, uh, Bergman Island by Mia Hansen Love, uh, where Vicky Cripps also is a leading actress. Uh, it's also another film that deals with, with memory, no? Because yeah. she's also very autobiographical, but in a personal and unique way. And yeah. and this is a film about, uh, yeah, experiences, personal experiences, and again about cinema. It cannot be, in another way, being the island of Bergman. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so, so, so perfect. The program also includes a lot of film, uh, films about... Uh, Young generations and uh, and knowledge and passing uh, on uh, knowledge uh, that another way of also dealing with memory and uh, no maybe it's yeah. another aspect also of our memory is as you said it's so closely related to cinema that of course anything that is talking also about the future as for example Futura who is the title already that but also I mean it's already the memory of the future like we are looking now what is happening with the young generation and in this is the memory we will have in the future I think this has not been lost to cinema just because maybe cinema has not the cultural role anymore that it had in the 1960s or 70s or earlier sure. so mm -hmm. yeah I think that shows shows in these films I wanted to go to another part of the world after the European, little European focus. Yeah, um, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on um, to Japan because we have uh, with uh, Hamaguchi Rizuke, not only him, also Hong Sang Su, but uh, Hamaguchi Rizuke, two films in the program, which is uh, quite something. I think it has been an extraordinary year for him. Um, he has always been a very good director obviously but now he has two great films the wheel of fortune and fantasy and uh, drive my car maybe you can talk a bit about them yes it's true we have a, a double double bill <laughs> coming from asia and i mean uh, talking about hamaguchi it's true we also presented at the Viennale the, the previous film is an extraordinary director we we were all also thinking about uh, making a focus or retrospective as he's too busy he loves Vienna he loves the Viennale but it's too busy he's filming all the time and now it's still possible um, he doesn't uh, yeah lose his energy and this good moment he's living in um, extraordinary I don't know talent in this case uh, that is also dealing with very different uh, films and topics uh, and this is uh, uh, even more astonishing mm -hmm. uh, Drive My Car is for me uh, one of the great uh, titles coming from Cannes again like Memoria and the film of course is it's a little demanding because it's uh, longer than a conventional length but <laughs> we are not afraid about um, and actually it's 179 minutes 
Um, but it's a, a very personal and, and incredibly also um, difficult to recognize adaptation of a book of a great writer. And, uh, and I think there's only a filmmaker that is very brave at the same time, a very secure, confident of his means can do something like that. And what I, f- what I find extraordinary is, is, is that uh, even with the most simple stories or a road trip or um, a story dealing with relationships and uh, in triangle like I mean uh, uh, Wheel of Fortunes and Fantasy the other one uh, he's able to yeah just to depict uh, with uh, with uh, just little gesture uh, complexity of contemporary time in a wonderful way yeah in this way that uh, is also new for Japan uh, yeah, Japanese cinema I believe is very European but very at the same time uh, yeah, I don't know, unique and um, yeah. Yeah, I f- what I find very um, fascinating is that he has, I mean, Drive My Car has a protagonist that is a, like a, an existentialist man. And we have seen a lot of those. And one feels, I, I didn't know that there was still something to be told about this kind of man. You know, that I can really go with this man and feel with him, but it works perfectly well. It is a very special approach. It's very delicate. He. The, he makes very m- subtle decisions and they change the whole perception we have of the film. So that's very beautiful. Yeah, um, maybe you can give us some ideas about uh, films that uh, you would like us to see. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Besides uh, the idea of memory and, and many others, um, as I mentioned, as they are depicted to the new generation, uh, I... I found extraordinary new directors at our first film, a debut film, and uh, I believe that you will maybe um, talk with some of them, uh, uh, but uh, there is a extraordinary film that is called uh, Esquirlas. Hmm. Um, this is a film coming from uh, Argentina, um, and um, it's, uh, it's a film again that uh, deals with memory and uh, with some material founded at home uh, of uh, home videotapes that then she re-edited uh, this film made a director who um, who I don't know probably uh, it seems uh, to, to, to tell a story that is a familiar and personal story but uh, it deals really with, the, with some happening of that time of the history of Argentina she was living in and uh, I found it uh, so powerful and extraordinary dynamic and uh, um, amusing, funny, but uh, at the same time consistent. That I was really impressed. This is one of the, the my favorite discover of the year. Then uh, there's something also uh, that uh, probably is not so obvious, but uh, but absolutely unique. That is the la- latest film by an um, anthropologist, uh, Italian filmmaker, who has a long uh, tradition and history, but is very. Um, underrated uh, and is coming also is Giovanni Cioni he made a film called Dal Pianeta degli Umani uh, from the planet of the humans and it's one of the films that I found mo- more interesting among the Locarno's program because um, again it's dealing with um, different different kind of sources I don't want to spoil the film but uh, uh, it's talking about uh, literature, it's talking about a piece of history with uh, archive material, but at the same time, extraordinarily, it's connecting in a very personal way 
to what you can you can imagine a little bit from the title um, um, an overview of uh, our society nowadays and how we are dealing um, inside the society and in particular then explicitly with uh, with um, migrants and the problem of uh, the borders actually um, and this is very is very is very strange because it, it is uh, absolutely an independent film and uh, and for this probably so brave and courageous that uh, in a way or the other also crosses uh, different genres and uh, from an historical um, and in, in a way films with uh, with the rhythm of a thriller gets to science fiction completely mm-hmm. yeah that's true um, and maybe um, I also would like to uh, hear from you a bit about the short films um, because we have a, a, I think a great selection this year of, of short films mm-hmm. um, and uh, with some I mean very established filmmakers like Peter Tchaikovsky and so on um, so maybe uh, you, you have some some ideas about that the short film is a medium lens uh, format that I like very much uh, because uh, because they are completely free and, uh, and cinema is always dealing with uh, certain conventions and are connected to uh, yeah the needs and necessity of the circulation and so commercial um, uh, no considerations the shorts uh, um, not talking about the shorts um, I don't know exercises or school film film schools that sometimes are also very surprising but um, the short film is a medium uh, lens uh, um, as a cinematographic uh, form uh, um, I think that sometimes allows uh, to be to be more free and to be more courageous again to use uh, <laughs> again this word I I thought that because for my for my absolute amusement but also as a, as a kind of a message it was important to give an in a bigger space they always been uh, pre- present existing in in the program of the Biennale uh, Mia started organizing them in uh, in programs giving titles they are just suggestions a way to enter the the combination that uh, could have been done also in other way and I and then <laughs> I enjoy very much this exercise for me to, to combine them as, as a balance no? between uh, the, the lens, of course, the reason, the, the aesthetic, trying to, to create a kind of a narrative inside of, of, of course, an evocation. And, um, and it's a very good uh, exercise for a, for a programmer, a curator. So this year we are presenting eight programs, so much more than uh, the previous years. And a uh, little bit also the title, no? are playing with... Uh, uh, the general ideas that you can find in the in the programs in general in the whole so also a little bit stolen from other films uh, or playing with previous films by the same directors as as you said you know this uh, selection includes uh, also very well known directors um, some uh, and some who are dedicating their career to do just short films because it's a format they find themselves and of course also on new voices but in general um, are also filmmakers that in many cases I would uh, I want to say they are coming back to the short films after uh, having made uh, a feature lens you know, in certain occasions and you mentioned a picture punk Veraseta cool because we have uh, memory but because also uh, here present with a short film 
and that is called the night colonies and and is very um, very very powerful and evocative especially in this time of uh, no of emergencies that we are living and uh, exploring and, and a different kind of colonies and of course the the program where this film is in is called mysterious objects that is clear for, for the ones who who know the the filmography of Picha Pong Veraceta Cool, but it's also because all the other films around are exploring things that are not very clear at first sight, but through the lens and through the approach and the patience of cinema, you can discover uh, different details or can start understanding um, the, the strange forms and objects. I want to mention also one, one middle-length film that I found very good, that is Bicentenario, mm -hmm. that I thought is amazing, especially um, maybe with I, I think we are at a festival like the Viennale we are beyond spoilers or anything like that <laughs> so uh, in the beginning there's archive footage of uh, a coup uh, in, in Colombia and the strangely the camera is focusing on some pigeons and you don't understand for a long time why and then you see that there's a man coming like 100 meters from the scene where there's gunshots and violence and people are getting out of the parliament or what it is and this man is just feeding the pigeons i think that is one to me that is one of the scenes of this of this year's edition especially um i want to tell you this because i mean i haven't told you but it is just a discovery i want <laughs> to share in uh, detour uh, by ekaterina selinkina mm -hmm. is a is a moment where she goes to this Google Maps images of, of Moscow and she sees you see uh, like a policeman there and he's dealing with some people that probably sell trucks or anything and then there's a cut to pigeons sitting on a on a electricity line and it's like yeah, yeah it's this it's almost the, and I, I thought in that moment I thought first of all how beautiful can a cut be in a Google Earth scenario and then connected with the other film and that I think also, I mean, the program consists of so many different forms also of images, digital, archive, uh, what uh, like the very high end production, a very lo low key production, everything is there, but you can almost find the same poetry. Uh, and that is, I think, beautiful because it always relates to the, to the world outside and not to the, to the, you have to have the tools, but then you have to see, no? Yeah, so. it's true, it's true, absolute. And yeah, I remember the scene, and uh, and this was there are these moments of uh, now, no, uh, everything past, and, and the sense that uh, the, the program is here now, we can almost touch it. Uh, actually, <laughs> now there already there's already the catalog and the program available. That um, but that is uh, so, so I don't know so much time traveling and passing through and and connecting and crossing. Sometimes I have the feeling that the the, the films are edited differently and and they are uh, no intertwining each other in my memories yeah. talking about memories again and uh, and it's beautiful because there's a vocation and uh, and the possibility of finding these moments of peace and uh, and beauty as you said in any kind of dimension of films that we are presenting here there's another film that now just pump up in my <laughs> head uh, because of this image that you evoke uh, um, that is uh, Il Buco di Michelangelo Framartino is a treasure, a gem of this year 
and uh, now you were talking about pigeons and then I started remembering the cats on, on the roof uh, uh, this fantastic scene at the beginning of this film that is exploring exactly the relationship uh, to, to the space um, and uh, the relationship of course between man and nature but more than this uh, uh, really um, the, the way of uh, living and inhabiting the space that is this world in every dimen dimension even uh, inside an abyss uh, a cave maybe as a last uh, question because now you you've already hinted a couple of times at, at your work as a, as a programmer and um, since I have been talking to programmers now all the time about the Amos Vogel program also we have Amos Vogel who was not a programmer but would be if in this world we would label him a programmer so um, I would because for you the task is very different than for it was for Amos Vogel or it is for the curators of our retrospective so maybe you can tell us a bit about a couple of you know milestones what is important for a Viennale programmer to have in mind as opposed to somebody who is can just radically show I mean just give a, a, as a sense for 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 the work you do yes yes of course mine is, uh, is much different because I you know I stay here in a I start from a position of privilege because um, because the Viennale is an established festival and I arrived here that was really like that and because um, as a festival so that has uh, means uh, to exist and no commitments not clear commitments that other events uh, uh, unfortunately can have uh, or that the commercial circulation and the uh, economical world have because um, um, it's a festival that is created and conceived and, and, and is working uh, as a cinephile place so um, a festival that collect all the best of the year and also try to create uh, um, discourses and dialogues with the past through the historical programs so my, my job I mean when I have to select the contemporary films um, is, uh, is very free in the beginning and I had this feeling more than another experience that I had and I imagine more than for other programmers working for other kind of um, of uh, events uh, first of all because I don't have to deal with uh, also the logic of uh, um, the premiere or um, being the discover uh, of uh, one author or one film in one year but I really can uh, be guided by my kind of uh, criteria then the criteria uh, are, I mean are, are, are the rules of, of this game and uh, and the things that limit your freedom in a way because uh, yeah I believe in in the lesson of Amos Vogel I believe that is a responsibility then I, I think that I naturally um, can can find a, a thread a line of motivation when I when I select films but um, but it's not a matter of taste it's, this is what I want to say uh, what I have to take in, into consideration and, and keep in mind is that the, the I mean the films uh, are there because of reasons and I want to be f uh, trustful to the motivations not that I select films because of the topic not that I select the films um, because uh, of the function or, 
they, they have, but uh, is, is a combination of all these. The film have an importance because are an art product that uh, deal with um, this contemporary or um, cultural concept uh, that are around us that has to do with uh, humanity in a very deep sense. I'm getting very abstract, but uh, what I want to say is that I, I connect, I select the films um, because um, they, they always have a complex dialogue uh, with uh, our meaning in this earth. Even if it's a very light film or a comedy, that uh, unfortunately is even more difficult to, to, to be found. Um, but, uh, but in the sense that, um, mm, yeah, uh, author product. I, I mean, I think it's the first time that I'm so confused and confusing explaining what I'm doing <laughs> but it's, all, it's exactly because I've been uh, thinking about that um, I could have said much, much more easily that it's a combination of uh, aesthetic values and, uh, and, and an author perspective so a voice, a position you know, and, so, and so an idea behind together with uh, an, an aesthetic approach and uh, so form and content but uh, more, more than this is also uh, a meaning and uh, what I'm sure and what I'm I mean, uh, at least uh, very, very proud of is that uh, everything that is here uh, is, is here because as is this kind of important reason and motivation inside itself that really um, is able to wake me up. Well, then we are more than ready, I think, to find meaning in the program in the coming days tomorrow you can get from tomorrow on you can get tickets uh, saturday 10 a.m um so yeah we will be very happy to see you at the festival <laughs> thank you patrick eh? and thank you all the, the ones who are listening <laughs> <laughs> thank you bye